We'll uh, so, we'll be nice to you until Dustin gets back. <laughs> so you're gonna wait when he gets back? It's on, though, huh? Well, yeah, yes. I don't know. <laughs> Tyler's kind of a dickhead. We'll see. But he's usually polite to new people, or uh-huh. or he's relentless. So it really could go either way. Hey, I'm fine with either way, man. That's all good. I'm not gonna say anything till we start rolling. <laughs> Dog, we've been I've been recording for the past like eight minutes. Oh. Well, I've been waiting for you to say something funny. It hasn't happened yet. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast, Episode 83. With your hosts, Tyler Dryblad and Sam Ginsberg, featuring Dustin Butler and Tommy Simmons. Here is Tyler Dryblad. All right, welcome to a very special episode of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. I think it's episode 83, but more importantly, we have uh, some guest co-hosts. So everybody say hello to, to Dustin and Tommy. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's going oh, on, man? Ah. Nah, <laughs> I wanted to say the first thing. I'm saying the first thing. I've already said the first thing. So, uh, <laughs> good. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to get caught up in our petty bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can you uh, can you watch the language, man? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm totally fucking with you. I know you. <laughs> so, uh, usually we get right into the beers, but I have some questions for you guys. Actually, I've listened to one and a half episodes of your show. So right. you're you're my second most listened to podcast ever. Uh, <laughs> All right. But I okay. So you live in Texas, is this correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. All right. right. Like in the same area or? No, we uh, grew up. We both grew up in West Texas. Uh, Tommy has moved on to bigger and better, and I am uh, I'm still out here due to a job opportunity that I couldn't get if I moved away. So. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Dustin lives out in West Texas, and I'm uh, I'm in Dallas. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And then, second question: How old are you two? Oh. <laughs> so, so look, well, before before we answer that, what <laughs> podcast? What episodes did you listen to? Okay, so I listened to uh, Tommy Goes to the Car Wash, oh, and God, <laughs> and uh, and the most recent one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I turned 32 in March. Okay, all right. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm 31. Okay, all right. So you're you're a little bit older than us, but not you know not leaps and bounds ahead. Well, right. I mean, I mean, if you want to look at it from age, then yeah. But I mean, mentally, nah. <laughs> right. Well, that's another thing I was going to say. My third question was, how many times do you guys poop yourselves? Uh, <laughs> I try to keep it to none a year. It doesn't sound like that's working out for you. You know what? I'm having some setbacks, but you know I'm keeping a positive attitude. Every day's a a new day. Yeah, we yeah we both relapsed, but we're 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 shooting for zero. Yeah, you both you both prolapsed, as it were. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think me and I think me and Dustin have so many stories about shitting ourselves is because like we make a lot of bad choices regarding food. <laughs> so like yeah, well, I mean you know when you when you eat shit, things happen. That's just you know, right. it just kind of slides out of you. Oh, oh god! <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna slide some things into us. So uh, let's talk about killer transition, dog. <laughs> that was fucking hey. awesome. Oh, I can't well, tell you how many times I've slid shit into Tommy, mostly when he's sleeping. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't go to my house anymore. <laughs> So, uh, Sam, do you want to start out with kind of the just what you're drinking and give them a give them a taste of how we intro our beers? Oh, you, you want the professional to go first to kind exactly. of set the exactly. Sure. <laughs> so, see, he's laughing and he doesn't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Hitachino Nest Espresso Stout. So this is the first Japanese beer I've had on the show, and uh, in in my general experience, Asian beer is really boring. And either like really ricey or just like their closest approximation to a classic American style, which is not what I'm about. 
So an espresso stout, that's like kind of an, an interesting concept for Japanese beer in my experience, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And what's the ABV on that bad boy? Oh, crap. Uh, 7%. All right. Nice. Nice. Any initial notes for us? Yeah, actually, I, I dig it so far. There's there's actually a tiny bit of spiciness in it, which I wasn't expecting, but I, I like in a, in a malty beer when I can get it. And the, the coffee's there. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I... I appreciate it in a dark beer. So, so far, I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Nice. And now, uh, I'm just going to go along the, the faces I see on my Skype screen. So, Dustin, <laughs> you're up Yo. next. Uh, uh, I know you said you haven't been drinking that much beer. Uh, were you generally not a beer drinker or you just haven't been I lately? Would, I Nah, just, like, I drink beer, like, casually, I guess. If I go to a party and somebody like there's beer at the party, I'll drink it. But typically mm-hmm. speaking, I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a whiskey guy. Okay, all right. Well, uh, what did you what did you pick out to come onto our show with? I got this big old can of Steel Reserve, <laughs> <laughs> which okay. So I'll give you like okay. So really, what I have I have a, I have a, a Lakewood Lager. It's a, a local brew from Dallas. Okay. Um, it's, uh, okay, so I don't know a whole lot about beer as far as, okay, so it's 25 IBU, which is, I, I believe that's the bitterness. Yes, yes. Something or other. But so then not, below not that, it says 11 SRM. I don't know what that means. I think that's about the color. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know why you can't color. just fucking look at it and decide <laughs> what color you think it is. But, no, I, but yeah, it's a, it's a 4. 4.6% alcohol. It's... Like first, uh, first impressions of it, uh, it's it's pretty decent. I like it. Sounds good, Tommy. What do you have? Well, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as Dustin, man. I am not a beer guy. If I get beer, it's usually like Miller Lite or Corona or some shit like that. Okay, so, I'm gonna stop you right there. Just for your health, please don't ever buy Corona again. Just what? Don't... Why, man? It's just delicious. Cause oh no, it's, oh it it's gone bad. <laughs> shit tastes good, man. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're pooping yourself so much, right here. It's I don't. Drinking. Well, okay. Look, all right. If I'm gonna sit here and try to tell you that I've never shit myself because I got drunk, then you know, I mean, <laughs> if you want me to lie to you about some shit, I can straight lie to you. Oh, okay. So, no, what, I, what, I, what, yeah. I, I knew, I knew I was gonna be on the spot, and I, I didn't want to get blasted for uh, showing up to the party with a Miller Lite. Right, right. So, uh, still reserved. <laughs> I also, I also got something from the uh, Lakewood Brewing Company. Like Dustin said, they're a local, they're a local brewer here in Dallas. Uh, started by a couple of guys who used to work in advertising, actually. Hmm. And uh, the the one, the beer I got is called Rock Rider. It's an American wheat, and I don't, I don't know what kind of stats you guys are looking for. The IBU is twenty, which I'm not really sure what that means. It means it's not very bitter. Yeah. Okay. Well, it tastes it tastes kind of bitter. It's a little bitter, but really? I feel like if I got two of these into me, I wouldn't even fucking know. Really, all we care about is the the ABV. How fucked up are you gonna get? Oh, it's uh, not very. It's four point eight percent. Yes, that makes sense for for the style. Sam, have we ever had anything by what is it? Lakefront. Lakewood. 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 I have had Lakefront. I haven't had Lakewood. I, oh, yeah, me neither. I was just in Texas this week for work. And I, I was really hoping that you guys would name a brewery that I had sampled while there, and <laughs> that that wasn't the case. I mean, I, I get it. Texas is huge. There are a lot of breweries there, but yeah, I yeah. thought there well, was a Dal- chance. Dallas, uh, Dallas, Austin, Houston, they all have a pretty strong uh, microbrew scene. In Dallas, th- those are the ones I'm familiar with because those are the ones I see all the time. Uh, you got Lakewood Brewing, which uh, they're, they're pretty good. They've got a beer here called Temptress that uh, shows up in just about every bar here in Dallas. Uh, there's another one called uh, the Deep Ellum Brewing Company, which... Yeah, I've you know, heard of Deep Ellum. Yeah, you, you, if you've seen their packaging, you know them. They use a lot of bright colors. They use a, uh, a design a design group out here in Dallas, too, for all their packaging and everything. And then I, there's another one that I can think of right off the top of my head. But yeah, so there's two <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> I love the awkward... I have officially gone through all the microbrew knowledge I have now, so everything so, after this is just a downward slope. Do, do you want to talk <laughs> Texas microbrew? Because I can, oh, I can, on. I can I, name, I can I, name I, three if you want me to, and I'm, I'm in Wisconsin <laughs> right now. Is one Shiner? No, I don't count Shiner as a micro. <laughs> well, you should. I had. Uh, I don't I, know what the rules for a microbrew are. 
when I was down there, I had a, a Martin House, I had a St. Arnold, and I um, had a Rar and Sons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rar and Sons, uh, my, uh, well, I actually have some of that in my fridge right now. Cause when, it w- when I went to go get my beer um, for the show, I actually originally got a Goose Island beer. And then uh, uh, I brought it back, and we had this Lakewood lager at the house. And my wife really likes the Goose Island, so I just gave her that one. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. <laughs> and can I say this? I learned this lesson today. Uh, when you buy Steel Reserve at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday for whatever reason, even if it's for a gag on a show, it makes you feel like a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know exactly how you feel because when I went to the store to get beer, I was I was cruising through all the crates and everything, and I saw, I saw a six-pack and Mickey's Grenades. <laughs> Wait, and I was are, like, oh, my those? God. I should... Oh, uh... Have you ever had Mickey's malt liquor? I'm not a big malt liquor guy. Uh, it's, they, they sell these 40 ounces of uh, malt liquor. It's, the brand's called Mickey's. And that's what we used to drink when we were in high school. You know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you get like two of them for, for like four bucks. And uh, they used to sell them. They sold the big 40 ounces, but they also sold like these little eight ounce bottles. They're almost like little jars. And they, they're almost perfectly round. They look like hand grenades. It's, yeah, it's, we used to pick those up too. But I, I was thinking, like, I was looking, I was shopping for beer on the way here, and uh, I saw those, and I was like, man, I should just fucking roll with a pack of six pack of grenades. That sounds like the perfect thing to drink and then throw at the police. <laughs> yeah. They look kind of like, uh, like little hugs. Do you guys remember little hugs? Yeah. It's just yeah. like sugar water in a fake tiny barrel. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do look just like that. <laughs> All right, I got to introduce my beer. Uh, I have Port Brewing Company's Wipeout IPA, 7.5%. When I went to get this beer, I, I haven't had anything by Port Brewing before, so I was debating between this IPA and something else. What was it called? It was called, like, something really good. Mongo. That's what it was called. Mongo IPA. <laughs> and I decided not to get the Mongo and when I went up, big dude in a uh, blazing saddles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, but I, I went up and the guy was like, "Oh, port brewing." And this guy had like really nasty, greasy hair and a bunch of piercings. He's like, "Oh man, port brewing. You're getting the wipeout, huh? Have you ever had Mongo? Mongo's tight." And I was like, "God, I'm so glad I didn't get Mongo. I'm so glad I got wipeout IPA." Um, but. So I poured it. It's super-duper foamy, nice golden color, uh, not much of a smell. Um, it tastes – it's pretty aggressively hoppy with kind of a tropical undertone. That's pretty nice, and it's really warming. Uh, I guess that's probably the 7.5, but you usually don't get a warming feeling with an IPA. So I don't know. We'll see if that continues. It's kind of unusual, but uh, that's, that's, the, that's the beer introductions, so we've got that out of the way. Man, they are way better at describing beer than us. <laughs> It's it's the eighty third episode, man. We've had some practice. Yeah, yeah no, beer, I, I, I I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, and, my and, beer comes in a uh, bottle and it has <laughs> a label on it that probably says something. I don't know. I haven't really looked at it. The cadence of your voice is right. Like you sound like you're saying things that are <laughs> smart, but I mean you're not. But you sound like you are. Yeah, um, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of practice at bullshit. <laughs> oh man, confidence will take you far in the world. <laughs> So, I don't know, that that reminds me of something. I don't know if you guys have listened to any of our episodes. Yes. But uh, mm-hmm. last week, Sam, I don't know if you call it last week the episode, maybe? Is it the I most recent to, episode? Yeah. yeah. I listened to the most recent episode. Yeah, okay, that's... wonderful. So, you, you heard Sam's ridiculous story about how he out-alphaed some people. Oh, yeah. dog, don't, oh don't talk oh, to yeah. guys from Texas about being alpha males. I'm Sorry. talking about Midwest alpha. It's its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Midwest no, no, is just no, nice no, kids. No, no, but I'm like, sorry, like, dude. You don't get points for being aggressive in a. Or you don't get like alpha points for being pushy in a line, man. That's not how that works. No, no, but I'm no, I'm I'm fucking backing Sam on this. Oh no way! All right, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, totally. I'm back because, dude. Like I, like I punked a guy in like a parking lot one time. <laughs> I was wearing like a Daredevil, like the comic book Daredevil. I was wearing a T-shirt, and I was really fucking like happy with myself afterwards because i had been wearing a comic book t-shirt so i get it well i was gonna say so i went out to dinner last night for valentine's day and i was gonna share with sam uh, a real story about maybe throwing your weight around 
Okay, <laughs> hit me. So it's it's not even really. I mean, Dustin and Tommy are probably going to tell me about how they wrestled a stallion and shot a Mexican <laughs> in the face or something like that. But oh, uh, <laughs> bringing um, out some stereotypes early. All right. Yeah, round him, round him in a ten Tommy's gallon. Scared hat. Of, of horses. I am scared of horses, man. Fuck horses, dude. Said, they're huge. I'm scared of I'm scared of any animal that can kick you in the head and change your life. Yeah, there aren't <laughs> many of those. Horses yeah, are one of them. <laughs> but I went out to dinner last night for Valentine's Day, and we got to the place and uh, we we went up. We had reservations because it's Valentine's Day, and went up and there was no host or greeter or anything for like ten minutes, which is too long. That is too long to wait with nobody talking to you. So the guy finally shows up and didn't ask if we had reservations or anything, just brought us to somebody's table. And uh, apparently that table had already been given out to somebody, which we didn't know. Mm-hmm. So we sat down, and like literally two seconds later, somebody else was like, oh, this table actually has been taken, whatever. I was like, oh, was it taken by Tyler with reservations at 7.30? Because my name is Tyler, and I have reservations at 7.30. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, that's, that's my bad friend, and walked away. Can I can I drop my own story about bad hostessing? Please that, do. Was, was, this was like in my mind one of the coolest moments of my life because I've led a really kind of lame life. Yeah. But I was I missed I missed my layover on the way actually to visit you Tyler a few months ago. Oh yeah. And uh, and so I was gonna have to spend the night in the airport so I wanted to at least get a meal. So it's like right. probably eight nine o'clock and I went to the shitty airport restaurant because what else am i going to eat and yep. there was there was a sign that said please wait to be seated and the other side of the sign said seat yourself you know so they f- they flip it when it makes sense to flip yeah. it and i stood there for about uh-huh. 10 minutes and then you know a woman came up behind me and she's like how long have you been waiting and i was like a while and she's like so we we have to we have to just wait here and i said nope and i turned the sign around <laughs> and i went and sat down Nice. And I was like, fuck, if I were single, that would have been, like, the best move. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not, and I'm not complaining about that, because she might hear this. <laughs> my wife quit listening to my podcast a long time ago. Yeah, everybody quit listening to our podcast a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so last week, uh, we had to delay our uh, our recording our episode because I had to go to a funeral. And so I put out like a brief message, just like, mm. Hey, look, we're out, whatever that has, that, that has been listened to more times than any other fucking episode. <laughs> that, that little one, that little message is doing really well. Did you get any advertisers on that message? Cause then you're going to be making some money. I, yeah. I feel like we could just can do, we can just condense all of our episodes to like maybe a minute, minute and a half. And we just have Dustin talk about things. And I think our I think our podcast would do way better. Is it that is it that we're too long? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you know, I, I think it's I think it's just me. I think uh, I agree. I you agree. Know, in all honesty, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm I'm the one that's dragging us down. I'm right there with you. I'm so, sorry hey, guys. So can I tell a story real guy real quick, guys? Hit us. Pro- uh, no, all right, I got well. one time I one time I got bit by a snake and then I this cut his head off to do with and the restaurant for dinner. <laughs> Damn it! I see what you did. <laughs> was this was this after you defended the Alamo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I legitimately got bit by a snake once, but it was just like a little garter snake. So yeah, yeah. Me too. I on, on the railroad tracks. This yeah. uh this uh this one time I was uh I was playing cards at Luby's and this guy came in and called me a cheater, so I shot him. <laughs> Is that a Johnny Cash song? Uh, I think I don't think that's a Johnny Cash song, but going to Luby's sure. and shooting somebody sounds like a Johnny Cash thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so how many guns do you two have between you? Oh, between us? Yeah, living in Texas, you know. See, I'm rounding out at about five. How many you got, Dustin? I got about fifteen, I think. But well, there you go. There you go. Between me and my wife, we got about we got about fifteen in the house. But some of them are. But just see, it's, I got, it's got like. A couple I got like it's I got like two deer rifles and a twenty two and a shotgun. Like these aren't right. like these aren't like storm the police station and take people hostage guns. These are like go well, out in the field and drink beer and shoot birds. Enough with them, you are. <laughs> well, I've got I've got like a lot of uh, like I got a couple old cowboy guns. Like I got an old forty five long Colt, and I got uh-huh. I got some like uh, lever action shit. So I mean, it's just like it's just stuff I think is cool. 
Yeah. Not necessarily like like Tommy said, like like you no know, shit's going down. Where's the guns at? You know. Yeah. Oh, not no, like a see, real, not I, like a real practical use for them. No. See, you don't have to justify yourself to me. I want your guns. <laughs> I, live in, I live in. It's because you're one of the Northerners. That's yeah. my dad always told me that, and I never believed him. <laughs> I uh, I live in California, and I I'm not allowed to have any. You know, whereas like I'm pretty sure you have to have at least two to be a citizen in your state. Yeah. That's there yeah. was some dude. There was some fucking town somewhere. I forget where, but it, it wasn't Texas. It was it was it, it was probably Florida that was going to make all of its like legal non felonious residents own guns. Oh, and then that town would that? be depopulated pretty soon. Oh my god! If that was Florida, I I would love to see that happen in Florida. I would love to oh, see I, that, I, that Florida and then film it and put it on air. <laughs> so I just We'd have. I I'd watch Florida. I'm not shit. positive it's Florida, but that sounds like some shit that would happen in Florida. If you want to <laughs> see what happens when you give everyone in Florida guns, just watch the Hunger Games. It's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be some crazy shit. Oh, my God. So you guys don't own guns at all? Uh, No. Well, okay. So I'm originally so, from from Vermont. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that real quick. Where, where are you guys from? You go first, right? Tyler. Yeah. So I'm originally from Vermont. And then Sam and I went to school in Pennsylvania where we met, and now I live in California. Okay. Uh, and Samuel? I'm originally from Maryland, and I'm in Wisconsin now. Yeah. I like oh, how so... we're interviewing your guys on your show. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they turned it around on us. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because you're supposed to be the host, Tyler, and they've alphaed you out of being the host. Well, it's That's right. because Tommy's so my confident. show now. Yeah, yeah, like you Welcome said, to Bruce yeah. Day's Tuesday with Dustin Tommy. Oh, yeah. God, they added an S to Bruce Day already. <laughs> and the thing is, yeah. it's not a bad change. I kind of like it. We so that's what I thought it was called. For a a long, actually, actually, I thought it was obvious. I thought it was called Tuesday's Brew Day or something like oh, that. Yeah. And, and then I was like, I was trying to download some episodes, and I, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, as I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I had it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we get you. Yeah, yeah. I like but, the way uh, you guys. I like the way you guys play, man. You guys, uh, you guys are sneaky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess what we usually do now would probably be a, an article. So I sent you guys three articles about beer, and I'm gonna read a, read one of these to the listeners now. I think. All right. I'm gonna start with from the Coloradoan. So last week, Bruce Day Tuesday had some in-depth coverage of the. Uh, AB InBev Super Bowl commercial. And are, you, are you guys familiar with that ad? I have not seen the ad, but I want to hear what Tommy has to say about it. I have seen that ad, and oh. uh, <clears throat> yeah, I also, I also, I also listened to you guys' uh, episode yesterday, and I strongly disagree with just about everything you guys said. Okay, let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> I've been waiting for this conversation. I'm like I said, I'm not a beer guy. And fitting into that demographic of people who are, whenever they drink beer, it's just Budweiser or Miller Lite or, you know, something like that. They're not looking for anything fancy. That ad reached out to my demographic pretty strongly. And I feel like that's, I feel like it was a good idea on Budweiser's part because, you know, the, the microbrews are becoming a huge growing thing. It's, it's gaining a lot of momentum you know, uh, it's it's become very popular and people are really interested in it. And it leaves companies like Budweiser and Coors and all these other companies, they, they, they're trying to etch their way into this market. They're trying to compensate for this new thing that's happening. This is Budweiser laying down exactly what their position is rather than letting somebody dictate it for them. And I think that's super smart on their part because it, it sets the tone for the conversation. Like they, they are effectively saying, look, we know you guys are out there and we know you guys have a big, big following and a big support, but this is who we are. This is what we do. Except it's total and, bullshit because they keep buying microbreweries. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's, that, that, that may be the case, but that's business. Uh, no, it's great business. I I think the art the uh, the ad is really smart and it was well done and like I understand it from like a tactical perspective that it was good. It just still mm-hmm. pisses me off because I'm the hipsters that they're making fun of. Well, that's I mean shit, man. You just going to get over that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think either samurai would would disagree that it was a a good ad for getting its point across. But it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you want to just drink kind of a, a cheap whatever beer when you go out just to have fun, like, there are still kind of cheap, not super heavy uh, craft beers that you could get 
Not, that are, not as cheap, though. Sure. No, not as cheap, but I just don't understand why you wouldn't just drink that. It, well, and that's 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 fair. I mean, there's there's a, there's all kinds of beer out there to drink, but you know, I think the I think the big flaw in that thought process is that it doesn't matter. You know, what I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a house party or I've gone to a bar or something in order to Miller Light, and then somebody comes over and starts giving me shit about it, and it's like, look, I'm not making anybody else drink it. This is my beer. You really you know, get shit get from people for the beer you order? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, believe it or not, there are a lot of like. <clears throat> I don't know the word for it. Uh, beer snobs, I guess. There's a lot of beer snobs in West Texas. Like I went uh, just just recently. Just recently, I went to a bar in, uh, or but not a bar. I went to a uh, a burger place in uh, Fort Worth, and I sat down. And I ordered a Miller Lite and I ordered a burger. And the lady gave, you know, she was like, "Do you really want a Miller Lite?" Oh, damn! And it's like, well, yeah, that's that's why I said it. Oh no! And what you was, say to her is, "Oh, do you really want a tip?" Yeah. Well, and then she comes. <laughs> well, she comes back with my Miller Lite, and then, like, three other, like, samples of beers, like, here, try these, try these. And it's like, I don't want these beers. These are not the ones I ordered. I don't remember asking for one beer and then three tiny beers. <laughs> I just wanted one beer. Like, it, it, it shouldn't matter. You know, it, it shouldn't be that important to people what kind of beer I drink. And it, it, that's frustrating. That's frustrating to have to put up with that all the fucking time, you know? And so I, I feel like I'm not the only one like that out there. I feel like I'm not the only person that's disenfranchised with microbrews and looking for something that's a little bit more familiar. And I think Budweiser realizes that and is capitalizing on it. I think it's really smart. That's a level of snobbery that I've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> and like, especially in Texas, I'm surprised. Oh, man. Microbrews no, 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 are not a game down here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's – okay, so – uh, I went to a, actually went to a craft brew tasting thing a couple of weeks ago, and it was like it was about half the people were just like guys walking around being like, "Where's the fucking Bud Light at?" Oh, and no. it, but the other guys, like every everyone else that was there, is like really like super into into their beer and fucking like they're I mean they're talking shit to other people like, "Oh look at that, he's over there getting Dale's Pale Ale or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the only thing that Budweiser commercial like the only thing it has going against it is that it deals in absolutes. You know, uh, you've you've got you know they're they're painting a very clear picture of who the and I, I say this completely facetiously they're they're painting a very clear picture of who the enemy is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like it's it's the guy with his fucking suspenders and his curly Q mustache and his fucking fedora hat, and he's over there like wafting his beer into his face. And that's not that's not how microbrew people are. Of course not. Not all. You know, that's exactly there's exactly the there's, on right now. There's no way you could have a large group of people like that. It's not. It, you couldn't sustain that. Those people would eat themselves. They're so fucking narcissistic. There's you, there's not enough fedoras for yeah for all those people. yeah exactly. There's not enough that's antique actually, stores uh, in Dallas that's for that exactly to happen. Behind the the recent thaw with our relations with Cuba, he's trying to <laughs> he's get, trying more, to get more, more fedoras more, in. Fedoras, yeah. <laughs> They need they need uh, more fedoras and more uh, fenders for Chevys. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. That's the only thing I I, I think was kind of shitty about that ad. But I mean, it, it, you know, I I don't I don't think that because like you guys were saying, it's it's anti intellectual, and I think that's self serving because if that's if that ad's anti intellectual, then that means that microbrews are intellectual, and that the people who appreciate microbrews are the intellectuals, and then everybody else is the people that show up on uh, you know people at Walmart, but. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. That's dealing in absolutes again. You know, I mean, you have people like me, and I'm not. I'm not by any means uneducated, but I and I like I like shitty beer, and it's you know that's okay. I dig that. And if people don't want to drink shitty beer, I think that's fine too. But I still think I should be able to. Fuck, yeah. Tyler. I think we just got schooled. <laughs> well, no, I I appreciate. I I think that he makes a good point, and he probably has dealt with a level of snobbery. That we haven't. I I would not harass you if you ordered a Miller Lite. But when I say, you know, please don't drink Corona, it's out of a legitimate concern for your taste buds, you know? <laughs> um, like, I, if you want to do that because you've had some other stuff and you, you legitimately think that, that Bud or Coors is the beer you like the best, that's cool. I'm down. But for Bud to say, like, the our beer is for people to who like beer. And if you're fussing over beer, you don't actually like it. 
I think that's kind of the the anti-intellectual point of view that I have an issue with. Sure, sure, and I I, I get that. You know, I mean, they're they're uh, they're kind of positioning themselves as a sort of don't really think about it, just put it into you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of mindset, and I I, I get that. I understand, but I mean, and that that's, line works that's... on a lot of women. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think like I think that's. Uh, for Bud to say that, I don't think anybody should be really surprised because, I mean, that's that's been Bud's position for the last 20 years, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, look at these Clydesdales and look at these dogs, also drink beer. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and so I, I get that. I, I, I get – there's a guy I work with, uh, and he's super into microbrews, and he took great offense to the Budweiser commercial, and I just couldn't understand why. And in his point, which I feel is pretty valid, you know, they're they're picking on – the little guy, you know, that you've got all these microbrews and they're exact they're exactly what that sounds like. They're micro breweries, they're they're startups, they're you know, it's like this uh this Lakewood brewery in uh Garland. They it's like three dudes. They got they quit their jobs and they decided they want to make beer. You know, that's mom and pop business and Budweiser's kinda of shitting on that. And I get that. That's kinda of fucked up, but that's also you know, that's capitalism, man. I'm sorry if you're having a hard time with it, but that's how that that's, shit works. That's the Texas viewpoint I was, I was expecting to hear. <laughs> the thing like, is, I don't about think... whiskey or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So we were going to do this article, but actually what I want to... I do want to hear... I think last week we were we were musing about what whiskey people think about beer. And Dustin, you said you were actually a whiskey person. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, so I, I, insights. I can I can vouch for I can vouch for this. Dustin is the only person I know that takes a legitimate interest in whiskey. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I actually I sent Tommy a really way too excited uh, text message yesterday because I got a hold of uh, some Maker's Mark cast strength, which is not <laughs> supposed to be in Texas. Ooh, or it's it's like in very limited markets, and there was there's twelve bottles in in West Texas, and I got one of them. So, uh, but yeah, no, as far as, uh, as beer goes, like I have nothing against beer. I have nothing against beer drinkers. I would just rather drink whiskey myself mm-hmm. is what it is. And I'm, I, in how you guys are with your, with your beer and, you and, and I, I don't know the right word for it, but I know the last episode you guys kept on saying beer snobs. <laughs> I'm, I am the same way with whiskey where it's <laughs> like, if, if you, if you give me a fucking bottle of Kentucky gentleman, I'm going to throw it at you. <laughs> I'm just say, motherfucker, go back to the store. Let's get some Pappy Van Winkle or some goddamn Knob Creek and uh-huh. party. Oh, right. Knob Creek, man, that shit's fucking delicious. See, Holy okay, God. did you have to cultivate a taste for whiskey? Uh, no, but I've never really had a taste. I had to cultivate a taste for beer whenever I started hanging around. Uh, you know, like in right in you know, high school, right after I was hanging out with beer drinkers, I had to cultivate a drink a, a taste for beer and start drinking right. beer. But did yeah, you no. start out with shitty whiskey and not be able to tell the difference, and then you refined your oh, yeah, palate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I used to be – like, I'm a bourbon guy, so I used to drink, like, Jim Beam, and then uh, I started <laughs> branching out. And so now... Jim, Jim Beam, I have uh, about two fingers of Jim Beam before pretty much every episode. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sitting, too, I'm sitting with it. I and... have a legitimate conversation with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dustin can only really talk to me when he's got two fingers in him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting with an empty glass of Jim Beam next to me because I tried and get a little booze in me before the show starts so I can be funny. And I kind of w- like was thinking I would like to be the kind of person who can appreciate better liquor, specifically whiskey. And I definitely am at the point where I know I like bourbon better than scotch or Irish whiskey. But, right. but once I have bourbon, I can't really tell the difference. So I just get Jim Beam because it's fine. Right, sure. right. No, I get it. I like last night. I bought a uh, I bought a, a bottle of Four Roses, uh, small batch. It was the first bottle of Four Roses I've ever had. Um, I got fucking shit fit. It was like it's one of the smoothest liquors I've ever had. So I was drinking it faster than I realized, and before I knew it, I was like pissed drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I can't tell you the last time I was drunk. That's that's like I don't I don't drink that often. I'm on the opposite spectrum. I can't tell you the last time I was sober. <laughs> so okay all right um good so i guess we will do awesome hosting tyler you're killing it all right so wait 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 i got a real quick question after after all this talk about uh what, what tommy thought about the, the ad and all. are we still friends i mean is everything cool here oh yeah okay yeah it was awkward for a second <laughs> well i mean i never thought we were friends to be 
begin with. So. <laughs> well, really, the nice thing is we the show is a little bit beer snobs, and it's for beer snobs, you know. So right. everyone who's ever on it is a beer snob, and so you know it gets a little circle jerky from time to time because we just share the same opinion. So it's it's good it's good for us like right. developmentally to hear someone who happens to disagree. Right, well, and I, I don't, you know, it's like the term beer snob and or whiskey snob or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't think, you know, I think that's just, you know, sort of a way to label somebody who's passionate about something. I'd know? rather call I mean, myself a beer snob than a beer aficionado because aficionado <laughs> is like the douchiest term ever. Yeah, a beer aficionado sounds like you should have some sort of tie to go with that. <laughs> like maybe uh, a certain type of haircut. I don't know. So, I don't know okay. what I'm thinking. This is this got weird. Let's... So since we're we're micro fans, and you know at least Tommy is, is seems to be pretty for macro. Let's actually go to this uh, article by AssociationNow.com. It turns out, and I have not been paying attention to these things, but I guess there are two different beer acts going through Congress. So yeah, going through Congress. There's the Fair Beer Act and the Small Brew Act, and both I guess would lower excise taxes uh, that craft brewers have to pay. But the Fair Beer Act would also lower taxes for macro brewery through some kind of tier system that I'm not 100% sure about. And there's a little bit of, you know, uh, controversy over which one should go through, fair beer or small brew. And, you know, I, I, in my heart, would like to support craft beer over macro brewing all the time. But it does seem a little unfair to me to just leave out macros if you're going to cut taxes for beer um but you know i'm not really good at economics so maybe somebody else has a better uh, grasp on this situation than i do uh yeah let me go get my wife because she's actually a craft brew lady and uh has a degree in economics oh, oh. hell yeah go oh. get her yeah no uh, i was joking yeah, no no she doesn't <laughs> yeah, she's got a degree in something god damn it i don't know yeah what well is. i know she's got a degree but it's wait not you don't economics. know what your own wife's well, degree is in she actually oh, it's actually it's actually like sewing or something uh, it's a business degree. She was majoring in economics for a while. That's what she wanted to do whenever she graduated. But uh, yeah, but she's she's actually really into like economics. Like that's I mean, sort of thing. This this sounds this sounds like basically uh, flat tax versus trickle down. Which I mean, that's I mean, shit. That argument's been going on for a while now. Can you enlighten us? We are we are but children to you. Right. <laughs> We're twenty four years old, man. Uh, like. Okay, so if if I get this right, I haven't read this article, and so everything I know about it is what Tyler just read. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but w- from what it sounds like, it sounds like there there's two bills on the table, one of which would one of which would be in favor of tax cuts for microbrews, and then the other one would be in favor of tax cuts for macros and micros. Is that right? Correct. Okay, I may live in Texas, but I'm still a pretty strong liberal. <laughs> and I feel like this is going to play into it, but I don't. I don't think macro brews should get tax cuts. I don't understand why. I mean, they're they're already the big dog in the yard. Why should we be giving them the same? I mean, <clears throat> you've got these these small startups, and they need the help. So I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make sense that uh, you would treat both the same way when when both are not facing the same set of problems. Okay, that's see that's interesting because uh, you're you're saying it's actually more fair to help one side. I, I think it. I think it's. I think it's uh, a good idea to help out small business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That that your argument makes total sense to me. Like I said, I I don't know anything about this kind of. I, I, I mean, so. that's that's the thing is like you know I I don't know a lot about I'm I'm the same boat man I don't know anything about economics man I'm I fucking I went to school for drawing man I don't fucking know <laughs> shit about money or numbers man I don't know that shit. <laughs> Tyler and Tommy can have their own podcast about what it's like to have a major that's not super helpful. Man, drawing makes me feel a lot better about my history degree. (laughs) Well, it it, it turned into graphic design and, well... Oh, okay, so now you're... No, not really. Oh, no, it's still not... (laughs) Well, you know. eh. Okay, yeah, yeah, so that does make sense. You know, a little bit more in the article, I think it says, yeah, pretty much what you're saying. Uh, The one that gives breaks to both would give further tax advantages to multinational brewing companies that already pay lower taxes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that yeah. doesn't make sense. No, no, that does not make sense. So, so you're saying okay. giving it to just the micros isn't giving the micros a leg up, it's leveling the playing field. 
I would, yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, uh, if I, and I don't think by any means that's going to propel any microbrew into direct competition with Budweiser or Coors. I don't think that's how. I'm, I mean, I'm fairly certain that's not how business works. Definitely but, not uh, the beer market. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like you've got these, you've got these small guys, and uh, they're they're facing a different set of problems than what Budweiser or Coors are facing. Coors and Budweiser, I mean, like they're. They're trying to get lobbyists and shit like that. That I mean, you wake up and if you wake up and you're the CMO or CEO of uh, Budweiser, you know, you're not thinking about like, oh, well, I wonder if any of my I wonder if any of my distributors are going to drop me or any of that shit. Yeah. Like, you don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. All right. Well, Tommy, I'm has... not I'm not being very funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I I think it's a uh, we've had like one other podcast in which we've had actual factual information so you know again okay. whoa 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 i would not i would not make the mistake of taking anything i say as factual okay. or or information and we don't fact check any of this shit so like if you're sure listening don't. like google all of this it's super cool that you guys were able to get uh me the uh the czar of russia and my good friend here the uh <laughs> the king of Siam to do your podcast for you. Well, I, I feel mean, like super cool isn't the kind of thing that the Tsar of Russia would say. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get into you know more juvenile stuff, we can always play the porn game. Shit, yeah, man, it's been such a classy episode. Do we want to play the porn game? I think well, we, we actually found fucking we 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 prepared. This is how we were pre- prepared for this shit. It was like, all right, we got to find a porn title. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, you guys did your homework. Yeah, uh, yeah, I told you, man. We we listened to some episodes to get fucking prepared for this shit. We we did our homework, but we're uh, I, I'm I'm not I for one am not super sure how this game is played. So hey, Tyler, yeah, you, but... you want to drop our canned explanation? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm well. I'm honored that you guys have come ready, even if it's with perhaps faulty titles. But the way the way the game is played is you take a certain medium like a TV show or movie. In my example, we're going with movie, and you give like a summary of the movie. So I would say this is a porno featuring a, a, a Native American girl doing anal, you know? And so it's Pocahontas. Right. Oh, I was going to say Pocahontas. <laughs> See, that doesn't flow quite as well. You don't flow. <laughs> I would probably Sick burn, flow dog. if you poked my anus. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... But, uh, See this. Yeah. This feels right. This feels yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This is this. You're on our playing field now. Yeah. Here we go. But, uh, so, so, do you guys yeah. make the fucking the porn titles up, or is this shit you found on the internet? Yeah, because like we couldn't we couldn't decide on whether or not you guys found actual porn titles and then just like shared them with one another, or if you guys were making them up. Some of them I have found, but I think the majority we make up. Yeah, I I've never had to to resort to googling sometimes i'll like go on imdb or something just to find a list of movies but the pornification is all my own oh okay but that's why they're so bad (laughs) well tyler (laughs) tyler cheats he found a list online i think yeah well i found i used a couple yeah, see, that's what I thought. I thought you guys found a porn title, and then it was like, yeah, you know, like, like, all right, try and guess this porn title. This is what the movie's about. <laughs> oh no, yeah, these. My, to the best of my knowledge, none of these porns exist. Maybe a couple, but just okay, by well, coincidence, I, I guess. I, I spent a uh, an uncomfortable amount of time googling porn today. Then. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So. Whatever. There's no uncomfortable <laughs> amount of time looking at porn. There that's, you go. Yeah, that's true. Make sure your wife doesn't listen to this one either. <laughs> she doesn't listen to anything I do. She's gonna listen to me like most of the day. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the last thing Dustin's wife wants to do is like, you know what? I'm just sick and tired of listening to Dustin run his mouth. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go in the other room and listen to Dustin run his mouth. <laughs> That's exactly how that works. Do you guys wanna wanna give yours first, or should we sandwich it in between Sam and mine? Or? Sure. Let. Well, yeah, we can go ahead and bust ours out. See how we did. Yeah. Yeah, whip it out for us. All right. So, uh, I've already got mine out. <laughs> oh, dear God. He's doing it again. Sorry. <laughs> you guys put beer in me, so. So, I, you start with the description first? Yeah. Yeah. Or you start with, like, so this this would be a, uh, this is a, a movie, and it's okay. sort of around the 90s. But uh, it's two dudes and two chicks, and the boat isn't the only thing that goes down. Is it like Titan Dick or something? Ooh, you are so close. Clit Tanic? 
I don't know. I tried to make this rhyme work. Is it specifically like oral sex? Uh, it is. It is all facets. All facets. All facets. And gender is not an issue. Titan fuck. Like I, my rhymes are getting worse and worse. I can't think of anything better. God, you're so close. You're almost there. Oh my god. Help me out here, Tyler. It, so it is Titanic. It is. Yeah, it is Titanic. Okay. The only thing I can think of is tits and dick. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Well, you know. No, it's. Uh, it, you uh, guys, you guys just want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's by Tannic. Oh, by Tannic. Oh. Yeah, I like that. I also yeah, all like that. Faucets or all faucets, all facets, or mm. yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. Wait, all right. is that is that one that actually exists in the world, or did you make that up? This isn't. This is an actual porn that I found. Like, I yes. if oh, I look hard enough, I can watch by Tannic. You can. Is it any I'm good? Sh- uh, I I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Oh wait, real quick. Last week, you guys, you guys had the like the what was it the the Fuda whatever that yeah. shit yeah 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 and you were like so I think Sam said like if you have never heard of that or if you have heard of it let us know. I'd never heard of that shit before okay and, all right and Tommy I I had actually heard of that I didn't know what it was called uh, okay. <laughs> but I've, I've I've seen those pictures before yeah some weird shit yeah. man like as soon as you guys started talking about it and I was like oh yeah I've, I've seen I've seen some ladies with some large wieners. all right that's good so that's the only response we've gotten to that question thank you thank you you guys are more than welcome (laughs) um all right dustin did you have one or were you guys sharing that one we're sharing yeah (laughs) sam we're not very good at this oh no i i like Titanic. so uh samuel you or me i actually have two okay you and then me and then you again sure so it's a movie it's about a prostitute that's really strong and has a really big dick (laughs) so usually this is the part since you seem a little stumped that you can kind of just guess at individual words kind of like uh, wheel of fortune except instead of guessing letters you're guessing whole words so okay so it's 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 a it's a movie it's based on a movie yeah based on a movie is huge in there it is not what about hooker nope incredible I don't know where you're going with that, and also no. For some reason, the Incredible Hulk is just in my mind. <laughs> I guess strong and hung, that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah, you know. I can't get enough of that green willy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for treating that so classily. <laughs> oh, you're, you're more than welcome. All right, so what do we have? It's a prostitute, very strong, with a huge wiener. Right. Okay. Oh, my God, I'm so blanking. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. I'm not usually as bad at... Well, maybe I am. I don't know. I can't fool you guys. You've listened to a couple episodes. <laughs> give us a hint, Samuel. Uh, should I give you a hint from the original? Yeah, whatever. I don't know, man. There's a gorilla there or something? <laughs> King Dong? No, it's, we've done King Dong already, man. Oh, okay. Does that Fuck, there's a gorilla there? This, I don't know. Tarzan? Is it? Is it uh, Congo? Like Congo? No. I don't even Shit. know Congo. George of the Jungle? <laughs> yeah, fucking Tommy just dated us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That monkey knew sign language. <laughs> is, it, is it Dunstan checks in? I think that was a chimpanzee or an orangutan. What? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one's a gorilla. I'm getting really worried that you guys haven't heard of this fucking movie. Maybe we haven't. What is it? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So the original is Mighty Joe Young. Oh, uh, so it's it's, it's mighty ho hung. Nice. Uh, I'm not sure I've ever heard of that movie. <laughs> you guys... I've, heard of, I've heard of Mighty Joe Young before. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't yeah. just make it up. No, no, no. <laughs> I know that. It's All been right. forever since I've heard anybody else talk about Mighty Joe Young, but you know that's beside the point. So I'm worried that we've done this one before, but nevertheless, it, it's a uh, originally a book. I guess now it's a movie, but um, this porno. The Bible uh, features. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, no. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this porno features a multi-ethnic homosexual cast. A multi- Wait, did you say cat or cast? Cast. Multi-ethnic sexual cast. Homosexual. Homosex. What? What's the difference? What well, gay man? It means oh, gay. Well- Oh, okay. Never mind. I know that word, too. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. So, so it's, yeah, gay, gay is it. Gay, gay is it a word in the title? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
is it going to be made into a movie like soon? Like, is it uh, a movie that's have, in production now? It might have just come out. So it'd be in theaters. Oh, I'm so it's sure. so it's so it's Fifty Shades of Gay. Fifty Shades of Gay. That's right. Oh. So actually, hold on. Okay, so I have a I have a Google Doc. Yeah. Oh. That I've been compiling all of the porn titles we've done in. Yeah. Uh, and I just control F'd it. We haven't done Fifty Shades of Gay before. Oh, good for me. I'm I'm hoping to have this published by this episode, but I'm not oh. sure yet. So look out Wait, for it. Maybe not. Publishing this thing too. <laughs> I'm, well, along with the the episode, like oh, we, I got you. You're just gonna host it. You know, just like put it up on your website. Yeah, we we, we actually have a Gutenberg press and <laughs> we type out all of the stuff we say, mail it around. Speaking gotcha. of Fifty Shades of Gay, yesterday was I, I mean, as of this recording, yesterday was Valentine's Day, right? So I actually went and saw Fifty Shades of Grey. No, on the opening day. No. Oh, how was it? Was it awful? It was okay. So there's kind of two levels you have to think of it on. So you'd like, how many boners did you get? I got no boners. Yeah. How how many of those seats were just like ruined after, after the show was over? <laughs> well, okay. A lot of a lot of it was ruined for me by the fact that there were at least ten children there. Oh, I'm not talking like sixteen year olds. Like giggling, I'm talking about ten, maybe nine year olds in there. Wow! And so oh, I kind of want to ask you guys, like, I didn't do anything, but like, part of me was thinking, like, should I fucking tell somebody to get these kids out of here? <laughs> and another part of me was thinking, like, when I was younger, I snuck into a lot of movies I probably shouldn't have been in. But like, that was like, yeah, but, like we snuck into like Terminator Two. Yeah. You know, and fucking yeah. like, you know, Freddy got fingered and shit I, like that. I, and you're dating yourself because I snuck into Punisher. <laughs> I was too young to see it when you guys were probably in, what, your 40s or something? Yeah, <laughs> 100 men, that shit's badass. <laughs> you guys had to get carded to go see Birth of a Nation, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, which was weird because we didn't have ID cards back then. <laughs> Okay, but seriously, tell me about this fucking movie. No, I like, want you to tell me about my moral dilemma. Should I have done something? I well, yeah. How okay? So like, how th- these kids are like nine, right? I mean, I didn't, I didn't ask there, them, but are, I would say there, probably around nine or ten. So, are their parents there? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. No, like I, They're I specifically just, watched them walk out of the theater to see if there were adults with them, mostly so I could yell at those adults. But either someone bought them tickets in advance, or they snuck in. Uh, and I mean, it, it is the kind of theater that would be really easy to sneak in. I, I mean, I, I really want to say that, uh, you know, going and finding somebody and, like, narking those kids out would have been the right thing to do. But if I'd been in that situation, I probably wouldn't have done shit. Me neither. I just would have shaken my I mean, head like, at those pervy kids. What are, you, what are you supposed to do? Like, I mean, it's like Dustin said, dude, we used to sneak into movies all the time. And maybe that's just, you know, maybe that's this kid's journey or some shit. I don't know. I don't want to get... <laughs> I don't want to get in, in the middle of him trying to find out who he is. I mean, it's it's one thing if, like, most of the movies I snuck into were rated R for violence, not for, like, crazy sex stuff. But, like, even the ones I went into so I could see boobs, it was just boobs. It wasn't, like, uh, I'll say atypical violent sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I don't want to cast aspersions on anyone who's, like, in the BDSM lifestyle. Like, that's cool. Thank you. But if I you, mean, I mean... But, like, fucking 10-year-olds should not be doing that shit. No, probably not. They shouldn't even be interested in that shit. Yeah, well, think about it like this, man. Like, if those kids have got to be going to see that movie for something other than the fact that it's, you know, a lot of, that it's got a lot of sex in it or something. I mean, like, if those kids just want to see boobs and shit, they can go on the internet, man. You can find anything you want on the internet. This is true. Like, I, I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that, like, a bunch of kids would sneak into a movie just to see, you know, R-rated titties. My when guess, you see, my like, guess X-rated is titties at home. Way better titties. The titties in there, they were weird. They had them Cocoa Puff nipples. We, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Please, let's don't talk about that. I, my guess is they were there specifically because they weren't supposed to be. And it was, yeah. like, an act of defiance type of thing. And I get that. I was a kid. Sure. I, I would not have said anything, but I would have felt even more uncomfortable. I was I was pretty uncomfortable. You know yeah. you know what I this is so this is gonna make me sound really gay. But one of the things that I appreciated about the movie is like you saw lots of boob and lots of butt, male and female butt. Did we and get any? Did somebody hang dong? You see just a tiny <laughs> bit of dong. You oh, see man. the first like you see a lot of dude bush and then like maybe a half inch of shaft. 
Nice. But I was nice. like, that's really progressive. Good job, this movie. Like, yeah, show some dick. Because maybe the ladies, like, the, I mean, obviously there were a lot of women in the theater. And they probably want to see this guy's dick. Because they probably read the books and have thought about his dick a lot. And kind of want to see it. And so, I mean, the bit you see is not impressive. But, you right. know, you do see something which is more than, I think, any movie I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a dick in a movie that wasn't a porn before. I like how excited you, are, you guys are about this. <laughs> Well, it's because it's because we're well, so accepting. Because oh, I really oh. like it. And there's I, nothing I, wrong with that, Tyler. Thank you. But don't I, tell I, Becca. I I get it. I you know it's yeah, it, yeah you know it's always kind of refreshing to see somebody being a little progressive. I just I, dude, what's the point of that movie? I don't know. Oh God, it was so bad. It, I mean. I, th- I think, I don't actually know about if Three Sacks was there to see it ironically, if she actually wanted to see it. I was I was there to, to watch it ironically. And it was, there were, it had its moments where I was uncomfortable, but it also had its moments that were hilarious. How do you watch something ironically? Yeah. Have you never, like, just watched a bad movie with friends? Well, and, like you have to put on your suspenders and your twirly mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, because, like, I, I mean, I saw Sharknado. There so, you like, go. You there watch you go. something you ironically. You want to watch bad shit, but... Yeah, yeah well, we watched, we watched Samurai Cop, but that's just because that movie's fucking awesome. That does sound yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess, if you guys haven't seen it, man, if you want to watch something ironically, watch Samurai Cop, man. There are so many great mullets and so <laughs> many high-top Reeboks in that movie, man. It's fucking great. I am going to take your recommendation. In college, we watched a lot of shitty movies specifically because they were shitty movies. And we also watched good movies because they were good. And I think we had more fun watching the shitty ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. just getting kind of drunk and yelling at the screen, essentially. I, I had this movie called Night Train to Terror. <laughs> I've repeatedly marketed it to people and I tried to get them to watch it. It's like, yeah, it is the worst fucking movie ever made. It's uh, fucking awesome. Have you, <laughs> have you seen The Room? Oh, I no. love that movie. Yeah. It, wait, yeah, is, yeah. is Night Train to... Night Train to Terror? Night yeah. Train to Terror, yeah. Is that a better bad movie than The Room? Because The Room is the gold standard in my mind. Oh, okay. All right. If you're operating under the gold standard, that if you're operating under the uh, the opinion that The Room is the gold standard, then it's it's not because Mono's Hands of Fate. I've heard of that one as a, as a good bad one. Oh, my God. It was made, it was made as a dare by a dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy in El Paso who ran a car dealership made that movie as a dare because he was convinced he could make a, uh, a B-horror film. And did he? All right. He did. And it's, yeah, he, it's, I mean, he, he made what you could, like, call a movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking terrible. Like, uh, the camera they recorded it on could only record 30 seconds of film at, 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 a, at a time. Wow. And it didn't re- so every 30 seconds in the film there's a transition. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a screen's transition. Perfect it did, for my generation. It didn't record audio, so all the audio was dubbed over by two dudes and one girl. And it was probably dubbed super poorly. It's yes. very poor. Yeah, it is super poorly dubbed. And there's a little girl who makes an appearance in the movie. She's probably uh, seven or eight. When the movie was made, and she saw she saw herself on screen for the first time, she cried because of how she sounded. Oh, <laughs> oh man! It's the best worst movie that's ever been made. Have you ever seen Bratz the movie? Bratz, like the like the dolls. Yeah, they made a movie of it, and that shit is hilarious. No. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, back me up. We watched this in college, right? We did, yeah, and it has it. the harshest burn I've ever heard. One uh, of yeah, the brats, unfortunately, has some socioeconomic problems, and also her dad died. And another <laughs> of the brats tells her that she doesn't have a dad or a bank account. Oh, oh shit. So we used to yeah, drop that on each other in college a lot when we were mad. Yeah. Ooh, your face just called from soccer practice. You need to go pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, this movie I, looks fucking terrible. I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty much done with my beer over here. I actually finished my beer and then went and got another beer and then also finished that beer. So yeah, uh, I'm good to rate if we're if we're done here. I'm uh yeah I'm I'm officially done with a beer. All right. So um again, Sam, we'll we'll start off with you to show them uh, how the rating system is done. Sure. I uh, I mean I'll give them a little intro i guess uh, it's scale of one to ten with with one place after the decimal and you want to try to think of somebody you might recommend it to hopefully not just like an individual as some guest hosts have done infuriatingly <laughs> like 
like a subset of the population is what we're looking for. I'd like to. I think I'd recommend this beer to Carl. See, you're yeah. fucking kidding, but people do that. It kills oh me. So I had Hitachino Espresso Stout out of Japan, and I think I think I kind of summed it summed it up well at the beginning. The the heat that I was pleased with died away, but that's fine because they didn't advertise heat. And I, I don't like when my beers lie to me, and I wasn't lied to because it didn't say anything about heat. It's kind of just at the front. And then the espresso stout element was definitely there. It was very malty, like a stout should be. It was thick and heavy, like a like a stout should be. And uh, the espresso was there. I don't know if about enough about coffee to say whether it was espresso or just like regular coffee. I don't actually know what that shit tastes like, but it tastes like coffee, which is what it was supposed to do. And I, I mean, I was really impressed. I was, I was ready for this to really suck. And and I, I really dug it. I would give it a, a seven point eight, and nice. I would rec- I would recommend this to anyone who is uh, either jaded with Asian beers as I was, or um likes dark coffee beer like I do. That's uh I'm really surprised you liked it that much because just like you, every Asian beer I've had has been pretty bad. I think it's because they so. like to play it safe and kind of yeah. want to come through like Butter Miller. Because they think that'll right. sell. Which, I mean, maybe that's a good business model. I haven't looked into it. But this is an actual good microbrew that, like, tried to do a thing. And they did it well. This is, this is a good coffee beer. All right. Again, I'm just going to go across the screen. So, uh, Dustin, what did you think about your beer? All right. So, I had the, the Lakewood Lager. I liked it pretty well. It was a little bit foamy. And I didn't really care for that part of it. But all in all, it was, you know, it was a good beer. I'd drink it again. I'd give it like a probably like an eight point two. Oh wow, yeah. And then I would, uh, I guess, I'd recommend it. Rec- recommend it to uh, to like anybody suffering from AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God. Okay. <laughs> What's the matter? You dying for something? Here, wash it back with a cold. Oh one. wow. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. I'm getting the like vague impression, because I'm really good with subtleties, that you might not be taking this rating and recommendation segment quite that seriously. <laughs> well, I took, the, I took the rating pretty serious. The recommendation, I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't no, pick I, up on that at all. I, I, I would recommend it. If you're into, like, uh, so, like you know, uh, you know uh, I don't know the word for it, blonde beers, I guess, then, yeah, it was, it was decent. It was good. I'd recommend it. And also, if you're dying of AIDS. Yeah, or if you or if you have AIDS, right? <laughs> Jeez, I mean, like technically though, I mean, like they've made such great strides in medical technology. I don't think anybody's really dying from AIDS anymore. Oh God, we gotta end this show real quick. Jeez, <laughs> Tommy, just raise your beer. Hey man, what's up? I had the Lakewood Rock Rider from uh, here in Dallas, and it's. I mean, I I like this beer. It's it's a little bit heavier than what I'm used to, but I'm also used to drinking like. Budweiser and Miller Lite, so I mean, like this, this is probably right up a lot of people's alleys. It's got, it's a little bitter, and that kind of goes away as you drink the beer, but uh, it, it kind of hangs in there. Uh, I'd probably rate this at a good seven point four, seven point five, somewhere in there. Right. And I think if I was going to recommend this to somebody, like if you were about to go to a park and have like an outdoor barbecue, I would, I would recommend you pick this up. I think this would be perfect for that kind of shit. There you go. See that. Is a uh, is a good recommendation, right? Yeah, there. Dustin. That's where I fucked up, right there. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, I didn't talk about any diseases or none. Right. <laughs> real classy. <laughs> so I had Port Brewing's Wipeout IPA, seven point five percent ABV. I liked it. It was a little more, you know, hop forward. I'm not really a big hop head, so it was a little a little bitter at the front, but it had a nice tropical undertone, and it didn't hang around you know finished pretty clean and uh it gave me like an interesting kind of warming feeling more like maybe a a stout or a winter warmer would which i'm not really familiar with ipas so that was kind of nifty i would give it a 6.6 i would recommend this too i don't know maybe if you're only gonna have like one beer but it's a really nice day out maybe this is a good beer to have because it's you know it's 7.5 it's pretty heavy for an IPA, um, but it's certainly like a nice day beer as well. Man, a nice day. I haven't had one of those in about four months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Wisconsin. Yep. So I guess, Samuel, do you know what you're drinking next week? Yeah. So I got another beer from Evil Twin, and I think I've said before on the show that I really like this brewery. So they have a, they have a beer called Molotov Cocktail that I've had before that I really like, and this is, I guess, an offshoot of that. It's Molotov Cocktail 
single Simcoe hop edition, so I guess they're just using Simcoe, which is a strain of hop, as opposed to whatever their usual hop cocktail is for that IPA. And it uh, it's a bomber, and it's coming in at thirteen percent. Oh boy! Which is kind of Evil Twin style. So I'm probably gonna get a little fucked up next week, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's pretty much the show. You know, you can always comment on our website. Uh, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail or tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday. And Dustin, Tommy, do you guys want to plug your uh, respective show? Uh, yeah. Do you, Dustin, you want to run through it? Yeah, yeah, I can run through it. Yeah, because I don't think we've ever, I don't think we've said what it's called yet. Uh, yeah, yeah we've got a podcast called uh, Anybody Listening. Uh, you can find it on iTunes and in Stitcher. You can uh, you can tweet either one of us. I'm at the Dustin Butler. Tommy's at Tommy underscore Servo. And you can email us at anybody listening podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we just uh, really want to thank you guys for being on. It was really fun to do this kind of cross promotional thing. Uh, no, thanks, so thanks, thanks for having us on, man. It's been a it's been a blast. You guys are cool. Hell yeah, we had a lot of fun. Maybe we could do it again. We definitely want to get you guys on our show. Absolutely, yeah, sounds good, definitely. Because All right. you know, then we'll have to uh, throw the uh, bucket hypothetical your way. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> well, now I definitely have to be on the show. I've been treated. See, we did our homework. Now it's now you got you guys got to do yours. Yeah, I got to dig up the bucket. Wait, hypothetical. is this the is this the bucket of cum thing? Yeah, yeah, I, I told you about the bucket of cum. Yeah. Well, you can't just throw a bucket of cum right in the outro, dog. Now it's really kind of interesting. Dude, uh, that's, yeah, that's that's how the game's played, no, man. It's, no, dude, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect because curiosity. our listeners are going to hear bucket of cum, and they're going to they're gonna think, wow, bucket of cum, I got to hear this, and listen to your show. It's perfect. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, you know, tune into our podcast or anybody listening podcast to find out the mysteries of the bucket of cum. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Don't let the bastards keep you down. We will see everybody next week. Bye now. Bye. Later. Bye.